heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. So we see the FBI director, Christopher Wray, up there uh, at the hearing uh, talking about the blinking red lights uh, after Graham had questioned him. And we'll, we'll hear from him in just a moment here uh, from the director himself here. But let me say that as he was sharing that with you and sharing that with the country about, well, like like I've kind of like never seen this before or something like like this is like like the first ever I thought to myself, what is it with you people? Why doesn't somebody stand up in the room and say enough already? You know, turn the lights on, get off the America route, um, stop, get some smelling salt out here, do something for God's sakes. I mean, why is it these clowns? They wait and wait until something happens, and then it's like, oh, jeez, I mean, oh, we could have, we could have done something. We should have done something. Oh, I thought I seen that coming. I wasn't quite sure. I mean, what is it with these people? Uh, you know, it's disturbing, isn't it? I mean, it's highly disturbing that we're in a reactionary mode. I feel like, I feel like we're sitting ducks right now, really, truly, and it, it's like we're in this very reactionary mode. We're not at all, um, you know, we're playing like defense. You know, we're not playing. You can't win the game with strictly defense. You have to be on offense as well. And right now, these cats are all out to lunch, I have to tell you. And that just is clear when you hear the uh, director uh, say what he says up there uh, to the uh, senators at the hearing. It is shocking. It is shocking, my fellow Americans. Welcome into the voice of a nation. Uh, you're going to need a seatbelt today and possibly a, a, a mask there as well, because you might lose your breathing here as we get going. Uh, you know, it's just really disturbing to me, this conversation. Um, and as I've been reporting to you for some time, there's no question we are going to pay a very deep price uh, for these actions of what has happened. But what really bothers me is that nobody, there are no adults standing up into the room and really taking control of the conversation. In other words, we're seeing still these policies are still the way they are. They're still being enacted. The Biden-Obama policies of that transformation are still happening every day, every hour of every day. And, you know, I'm tired of hearing that, oh my God, these are like historical numbers. Like, oh God, we've never seen anything like this before. How many warnings do we need? How many more clowns do we need to say we're in a boatload of trouble? I mean, what is it going to take? I keep hearing like, oh my God, we have 12,000 today. Like we've never had those numbers before. I mean, what does it take to wake you people up? Why doesn't anybody stand? Why? You know, listen, listen. I mean, at the very least, why doesn't the spineless, spineless, you want me to spell that for you? Spineless Republican Party, the GOP. Yeah, those people. Why don't they come out 
on the Capitol steps and get the cameras out there and speak from their heart and their soul instead of their asshole to the American people and say, you know, something like, you know, we have a problem here and that we can't continue this way. And we need to force, and I mean force, this president, this administration, this cabal, this regime, this communist empire to shut the damn thing down and send the military down there. The hell's it going to take for that to happen? For the spineless GOP to stand up and do something. But no, they just continue to play politics, people. It's all they do. All right. Had to get that off my chest today. I'll tell you what, it is really disturbing because we're going to have other conversations just ahead. And I'll play this back for you when we do to tell you these people you've all elected to high office are out of their flipping minds. I mean, what has transpired in our country is more than sad. It's evil. It's sadistic. It's disgusting what's taking place here. And everybody is running around with their heads cut off. There are no adults in the room anymore, people. It's sick. It is really, really sick. And, you know, you just know it's going to happen. We, we are like sitting ducks. And it's the same part about it. It's all by design. I mean, that's how sick this is, people. It's by design. I mean, what the hell more we got to do here? We, we ought to just, as a country, just put a gun to our head and explode it. Isn't that what we're doing? Suicide? I mean, this is national suicide, what is happening here. Nobody wants to admit it. It's national suicide. Let's now play the words from this exchange from Senator Lindsey Graham, who, I mean, no question. I mean, he's um, he's a strange senator is all I can say. Let's just leave it there. I mean, I, I, you never know which way the winds are blowing with Lindsey, of how he thinks or what he thinks. But anyways, we surely know how the winds are blowing with Christopher Ray for sure. Uh, let's hear from him in this exchange here. It's shocking to say the least. Here you go. So what I would say that is unique about the environment that we're in right now in my career is that while there may have been times over the years where individual threats could have been higher here or there than where they might be right now, I've never seen a time where all the threats or so many of the threats are all elevated all at exactly the same time. That's what makes this environment that we're in now so fraught and why funding our men and women who are working shoulder to shoulder with state and local law enforcement and other partners every day makes it even more important, not less. So blinking red lights analogy about 9-11, all the lights were blinking red before 9-11. Apparently, obviously, all of us missed it. Would you say that there's multiple blinking red lights out there? I see blinking lights everywhere I turn. He sees blinking red lights everywhere he turns, he says. Uh, and this is the analogy after 9-11 where there was a, a moment in this nation that we realized we screwed up and they took the buildings down and killed thousands of Americans, changed the way we live, the way we think, the way we fly, the way we travel, the way we act, even to today. Hmm. What do you think changes with the next event that happens, friends? 
And this gets interesting because it gets into the FISA Act. They're trying, there's more to the story. And uh, he's looking for permission. Uh, it ex- it runs out at the end of the month and they want to extend it, of course. And there was another exchange about that as well because they, they've lost trust. And uh, they're being, you know, they're, they're being questioned as to how do you trust the FBI anymore? You, it's hard to do that. So, now, speaking of Section 702, we'll dive into that today as well here. Let me bring on now uh, Sergeant uh, Betsy Smith is here, spokesperson for the National Police Association, Lieutenant Dave Smith, a police trainer and a well-known police trainer in the nation, uh, to be sure. And, uh, you know, this is uh, I it's hard for me to put this into words, to be frank with both of you. I, I just you heard me just put it into some words or context here. Uh, you hear the um, director say what he says. Uh, what do you say about this? Dave, let me go to you first real quick, get a comment, and we'll go to Bessie. What do you say about what I just shared, please, and the opening comments I make? Am I being uh, too verbose by chance or no, anything? Not, not at all, Malcolm. I think you're giving voice to the very concerns all of us feel. And frankly, uh, you listen to it and you wonder, is this guy just incompetent? Or is he lying? Or worse, is it a combination of lying and incompetence? This man is the head of the supposedly premier law enforcement agency on the planet, yet he's either completely incompetent or he's devious. Yeah, the, red, the blinking lights are everywhere, but our borders wide open, our our airports are insecure, the TSA fails 90 plus percent of its tests, we have uh, law enforcement at lowest ebb in decades, and millions of people we don't even know who they are have entered our country 9-11 was 19 guys who overstayed visa we have 1.7 million gotaways folks and and, and most people don't realize what that means that Mm -hmm. means these people snuck across and were never captured by border patrol why all you got to do is cross our border, sit down and wait for a, a patrol truck, and they'll pick you up. They'll take you to one of our nice Tucson hotels they've bought and turned into uh, homeless shelters or shelters for illegal immigrants, give you a ticket, new clothes, give you a phone, money, and fly you anywhere in the country. We see it every time we go to the airport. Yeah, Folks, yeah. why would 1.7 million people sneak across? Because they couldn't pass the terrorist watch list or they're bringing drugs? What is it? Yes, yeah, I mean we 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 yeah. call this aid and abet in the enemy. Oh, <laughs> this is what man, we're doing. I'm telling you what, yeah. It, it, and the amazing point yeah. is, how many voices are out there other than you and us? A few others yeah. are crying out. Our like you yeah. said, yeah. our politicians are supine. They do nothing. They just yeah. they 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 point to shiny objects. Yeah. And we don't solve problems. And this yeah. is this, this is just aggravating. It's so Well, we're going to talk a lot about the whole terrorism thing. I want to try to provide, because this is a background both you and Sergeant Betsy have as well. But Sergeant Betsy, let me get some opening remarks from you uh, in regards to um, uh, your, your sensibility of all of this, understanding this, what we're talking about and what we see here. What, what's your thoughts here? Well, we've seen Christopher Ray, you know, raise the raise the red alarm, you know, talk about the blinking lights now uh, several times since October 7th. And the public is being reminded of that uh, 9-11-01 mentality that we need to have. And, you know, law enforcement 
has that mentality. The American law enforcement officer does. But our numbers are just at the lowest of the low, especially in cities like New York and Chicago and Los Angeles and Seattle that are most vulnerable uh, to a terror attack. And you combine that, the anti-Semitism, the, the rise in jihadism with the fact that we need to just admit it, both the northern and the southern border are wide open. There's a reason why when there was a car crash at the Rainbow Bridge a couple of weeks ago in Niagara Falls on the Canadian-New York border, that everybody, including the federal government, immediately went to, oh my God, it's a terror attack. Because we're all just holding our breath and waiting. And I'm not sure that we're prepared. I don't believe the American people are prepared for what we all saw on 9-11-01. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, back to the sit and ducks mentality. You speak about the Rainbow Bridge and what transpired. You're right. That's where their minds first went. Uh, Betsy was exactly there. Uh, but uh, there'd be something different, of course. But uh, what is your... Betsy, what do you think happens now? Uh, what, uh, your worst fear when we talk about terrorism and right now to how great it, when you hear uh, Dave talk about the numbers and the numbers of the ghetto gutaways are incredible. I mean, there's no doubt about it. What's the worst fear you have right now uh, that I mean, it's one thing to say terrorism, but what 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 could happen here? What are we talking Malcolm, we have so many people that are in this country right now being supported by us, our taxpayer dollars, Mm -hmm. who come from countries or regions of the world who absolutely hate the West. They hate America. And, and, uh, you know, we continue to see. So why are they letting them in? Why are they, (laughs) why are they letting them in? They know these cats are bad. Why are they letting them in? Because we we have lost control of our borders. And quite frankly, this all goes back to losing. You know, you talked about the the weak Republicans and uh, the weaker Democrats. We have lost control of our political class in this country. We have too many moderates uh, and too many far left people who say, oh, we just need to let everyone in. Uh, People have lost sight of what terrorism looks like, of what jihadism is. Israel was just refreshed on October 7th, and and they continue to be refreshed. But what do we see here in the United States? We see Palestinian flags being being waved around by college students, and we see incredible anti-Semitism. And, you know, we are not... Those flags are in Congress, by the way. They're outside the doors of some of the congressional locals. We've elected some of them. And we've elected some of these anti-Semites who truly hate this country. Marxism Marxism is rampant on our college campuses. And, and, you know, sitting duck is exactly the right word, Malcolm. And everybody is going to turn to the American law enforcement officer when an attack comes. And we've thwarted, you know, the federal government, shockingly, has thwarted a couple of would-be attacks, lone wolf operators in the last couple of weeks. Um, But I think we're going to see something. Remember, we're coming into the Christian holiday, the highest uh, Christian, one of the highest Christian holidays here in a couple of weeks. And uh, I don't know that, uh, that, you know, people are ready for this. And law enforcement is preparing 
but we're so incredibly short staffed that that worries me greatly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You're exactly right. There's been a lot of damage done uh, to uh, America's law enforcement over many, many years. Uh, It's, it's been horrible. I mean, since Willie Ferguson, uh, it's been a disaster and there are so many who um, were not funding them properly. They were not giving them our support, emotional support as well. Uh, that's been an important factor in this as well. And there's a price to pay for all that. I mean, you can only ask so much of people before they say enough is enough. Let me ask you, Lieutenant Dave, when you talk about, and I'm looking at these uh, comments now, Dave, that um, that Ray says, and I, so I'm, try, I'm trying to think now from a, from a point. All right. So this is a career law enforcement guy. Okay. It's a career law enforcement guy. He, there's no way he's going into that room and ringing the bell or saying these, in my thoughts here, saying these kinds of things, if it wasn't uh, really, really deeply serious, what kind of things do you think for him to make these comments? I mean, they were really, you could feel it in his uh, body language and the way he um, spoke and what he was speaking about. It was just like, it was to me, it was like he was saying, you know, like, uh, I'm just warning you now. Don't come after me later. Don't tell me I didn't say anything. I'm telling you now we're screwed, basically. But what what is a guy like this seeing in your estimation for him to make these kinds of comments public? Nonetheless, what what is he saying? Do you think any idea? Well, I think you're I think you're exactly right. I think it's a, a CYA thing, you know, uh, yeah. at least act as if I, I'm concerned. But, you know, again, there's an insincerity to all the fact there's an insincerity to the United States government in general. Now, does anybody listening trust them that they are following their oath of office, that they're that they're going to defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic? We've got Marxists in our Congress. We've got Marxists running cities. And these people are vowed haters of America, BLM right up front, which which was given millions and millions of dollars. It, it right up front, it was a Marxist, anti-American, anti-family, anti-Christian group. America simply, we've got to stigmatize, we've got to stand up, we've got to complain. Where are these Republican leaders? Why aren't the Republicans condemning the Democrats who allow these open borders? Why don't we condemn? You know, we, we, you know, we all have to pretend, well, these are just people that they're, they're, they're now refugees. They're not refugees. Yeah. They're illegal aliens in our country. We've got to start labeling things honestly. Right. We've got to demand that our politicians uh, act honestly. And when somebody comes in and says, yeah, I'm the head of the FBI, I'm really worried. Then you say, why the heck haven't you done a damn thing right. till now? That's right. That's we right. got to stigmatize him. We got to condemn him. Yeah. We got to fire him. And then we could prosecute him if we can prove he's done this intentionally. Right. This country is going to have to fight for its own existence. And we're Right. Again, you your your monologue opening this hit it right on the head. What is going on? You know why? Where are my leaders in the party? Where are my leaders in this country yeah. who care so, or give a damn? Yeah. And if folks, if you're listening, be mad. Go out and vote exactly, your faith, yeah. your yeah. beliefs. Yeah. yeah, you know it, it's it, it's it, right now. We're at the point now, Dave. Where it's more than I'm thinking here now. It's going to take more than just condemn. Uh, it, it, I mean, and some of them were trying to start to do that. But what I'm trying to suggest at this point. To me, this hearing with the director coming out like this and some of the questions, to me, it's a line in the sand. And it's a line in the sand to me 
that if these people really truly understand the ramifications of what we're speaking about, these United States senators that we're speaking about here, to me, I think if these are unprecedented times, Dave, then they take unprecedented actions. And what I would suggest is that Congress, the senators and the congressional folks, the uh uh, in the House that that have a spine of some sort or really love their country or any part of this. I mean, make this a moment. And I often say this. I mean, like, all right, get out on the Capitol steps. The networks and the cable channel, they'll all get there. And you want to have a major press conference. And then and then here's the thing, Dave. Here's the thing. Defund the entire federal government. Tell the federal government, the House, uh, Speaker Mike Johnson now in that that group tell the house we're you're no more you're not getting a plug nickel you're done I, I don't care who it's for what it's for or what you're doing you're not getting another red cent unless you secure that freaking border down there and get our United States military down there now you're not getting nothing like it's done do you understand me Biden Obama why don't they do that and make it a point to say this is not business as usual since these are unprecedented times and you heard the director say what he said and we know what's happening. You see today, you see yesterday, you see the day before, tens of thousands of people coming across the border and they're all young men from all these yeah. countries as you state. So why don't they make it some, if these are unprecedented times and you hear the director, why don't these people grow a spine and say, you know what? Because your career doesn't mean anything if we blow up as a nation and I don't know what the hell is going on here. I mean, uh, are we, in, uh, people ask me all the time, are we in end times? What's going on? I mean, you know, we're committing suicide, Dave, is what we're doing. Why don't they take uh, some steps here? What, what are they, are they just all weak need? Does anybody have the fortitude to do this? What, what do you think about that? Well, you articulated exactly my thoughts. In fact, better than I think sometimes you have, you're right. This is a suicide of America. This is the suicide of a free people. And we are not because we have the obligation, like you said, to speak out where I want. I want the Republicans to use every single tool they have to Amen. stop this. And like you said, the Congress has the purse strings. The House of Representatives 100%. holds 100%. the purse strings. Yet what do we do? Yeah. We constantly compromise. Yeah. We do this. Uh, well, we aren't going to be, we're being insulted. We're being treated as if we, uh, honestly, the, the government treats us as if we're all subjects, not citizens. Folks, you've got to, you've got to stand up. You've got to declare, look, I want my politician. If you've elected a Republican, ask yourself, where the hell are you? Stand up. And and again, instead they busy the Republicans are busy. Well, let's expel this guy before he's convicted. Then today, they don't even expel a Democrat who's actually pled guilty to a crime. And yet again, we're so sick and tired of the multi-layered system of our justice system. Uh, you know, we see the January 6th guys treated like Soviet prisoners, and yet all the protesters from 2020, the BLM protesters walking without any prosecutions at all. We're sick of the multi-tier justice system. We're sick of open immigration. We're sick of being treated like subjects. And we've got to stand up, folks. They lie to you and lie to you and lie to you, and you do nothing. Deny the lie. At least, gang, sing out. Call your congressman. Raise you. Raise Malcolm's raising hell right now in a greatest way. He articulates it so well. 
And I wish I could have said it the way you did, Malcolm, but this is what I want all of them to listen to what you're saying and act. Yeah. Well, to your point a moment ago, Dave, that uh, the time for compromising is done. You're exactly right. It is done. This, this, I'm so tired of these weak kneed, spineless bastards compromising everything. You know, I had this conversation with someone in the last day or so who said, you know, talking about, I don't want to compromise. And if it, if, and you know, Dave, it, it sounds harsh. It sounds rude. It sounds not good, but, but I'll say this, what I'm going to say here. At, at the great loss of our nation and our freedoms and our people, if it takes a moment or a re- revolutionary war moment against our nation, our federal government, I think that time is now. I, I don't say that lightly at all, but it is now getting to that point. That comment is an, to me is a very extreme comment, frankly. But I don't know what recourse we have left at this point. What do you say to that, sir? You know, it's funny because uh, I, I'm on a lot of uh, retired law enforcement threads, you know, okay. and it, it, all, right. they, uh, all of them see that same tension building. There is, understand people, uh, we have had very relatively small amounts of, of political violence in our history. I mean, yes, we had a civil war, but that wasn't, that was, a, that was a secession. That was a very complicated yeah. uh, issue at a, at a critical time. But here, you know, day to day, Americans get, we know, you and I know, we get to have a revolt every two years. It's called an election. We change the entire, we have the ability to change one entire House uh, of our Congress, and that's take out the House of Representatives in mass and change politics. And the problem is nobody has faith in that system anymore. So that pressure release valve in this republic is being taken away. And the government treats us with contempt. The government lies to us continuously. All you got to do is watch any White House press briefing, and you feel as if you're in the Soviet Union. They aren't even trying to be cloak any of their lies anymore. They just lie. And it's it's like that's not supposed to happen in a free society. The media isn't supposed to be the propaganda arm for the ruling class. It's supposed to be uh, seeking out the truth, and it's not. And this is the thing that's so frustrating. Like I said, Malcolm, you're this, you're such a lone voice crying and people better start listening because you're trying to express in words what a lot of people are feeling and that tension's building, that pressure cooker is getting, getting pretty dang uh, tight right now. And I hope this government realizes they're just playing with fire and it's, it's, it scares the hell of a lot of retired law enforcement. Well, the worst part about uh, this, Dave, is they, I don't know that it's so much that they realize, but I think that they probably, uh, this appears to be fairly intentional at this point. So I'm not even sure. I I think they more than realize. Uh, In other words, too much has happened now for this to be casual. Uh, it's not possible for this to be all accidental. There's just too much here um, that uh, is so in your face for it to be accidental anymore. Um, yeah. And so, you know, um, there's something more going on here that, and we all know it. Everybody knows it. Nobody wants to admit it, but we all absolutely know it. So, uh, anyways, we're speaking today to uh, Lieutenant Dave Smith and Sergeant Betsy Smith here on The Voice of a Nation, my fellow Americans, and uh, always a privilege to be with you, uh, and I mean that sincerely. Thank you for joining us on the broadcast. Um, this is a uh, a very um, important topic. I, I, I need you to double down and triple down and just share this conversation, this information. When on the other side of the program here, we're going to talk. I'm going to really get into some nitty gritty with uh, both uh, Sergeant Betsy and Lieutenant Dave in regards to um, terrorism. 
uh, in regards to solutions, in regards to ideas, things we should be watching for, uh, listening to. Um, and, you know, they. in fact, that was part of the conversation that happened coming out of the hearing. Uh, say something, see something, say something. That old saying there, you know. And uh, let's talk about that a little bit today, too, what that really means. In other words, what we can do. And because, you know, right now we are really, I think, best way to say it is this is in defense of our nation. We, you can no longer depend on your elected officials and the government who resides up in the beltway of Washington, D.C. It's I, I don't say this to be smug, smart or, uh, you know, enthusiastic in any way. It's depressing, frankly. It's depressing uh, to see this is what's happening to our nation. I I feel this stuff in my soul. I feel it. I know, I know what's taking place here. This is why I fight the good fight every day. It's why God has me on this mission. It's why I do what I do, to be clear with you. I don't do it as an exercise of any other purpose, uh, but it is to get the out loud truth out there and to uh, do our best to wake people up. Some people are a little far gone. It's hard sometimes to fathom that and to think how you can wait. What seems logical to you or I, friends, what I've discovered in past days, for real now, is not so logical to some other people. It's mind-blowing. I've had conversations with people I know and some others, and they just don't get it. They simply go, oh, my God, I don't like that Trump guy. <laughs> I don't really give a shit who you like or who you don't like. Right now, I'm looking for results. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, I don't, whatever, man, get over it. Are you that weak need? I mean, if anything, right now, we need somebody who's fearless. Fearless would be the word. Somebody who is definitely a canoe rocker. Somebody who doesn't give a rat's ass as to what they think in the Beltway. Now, who else comes to your mind that would fit that description? I wonder. I'm waiting. Just share it with me quick, please, before I pause here a moment here. I'm waiting. Hmm. I'm waiting. Uh, where was I? I digress again here. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. All of that. Uh, so, yeah, 2024, big year coming up. Big year of news. 2025, the new president's going to take office. We're going to go through some pain in the next year. There's no doubt about it. There will be some pain. There will be some struggle. There'll be some suffering. We are at that moment. I can tell you right now and predict it with full clarity. That's what will transpire. 2025, that new president will take office, God willing. 2026, 250 years. The semi-quincentennial is July 4th in uh, 2026. And uh, that's when uh, we, we either celebrate with a glass of champagne or we put our heads in, in our beer and spit up uh, vomit on the floor or something. I don't know. It's one or the other, basically. But um, it's either going to be a moment for this nation, 250 years. Uh, we either bring it forward and we secure the future for future generations for the next 250 years or we or we suggest that we tell ourselves, OK, fat lady song, we're done, man. You know, it's just, we'll all just move to Venezuela and have a swell life after that, right? Oh, we'll learn the Chinese language here, either one. I don't know which. Or maybe it is the UFOs that are coming in and we're going to get indoctrinated from another planet. You've been hearing about that too, right? Anyways, um, new platform, new site coming up January 1st, 2024, noontime. Join me with a glass of champagne. We're going to go with more of the champagne, not the face and the beer kind of thing. But we have a whole new site and platform. 
Uh, we'll be running the Christmas classics on the 24th, 25th, uh, uh, 23rd, 24th, 25th, rather, the uh, Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Christmas on a Monday this year. So all three days we'll run the Christmas classics on the network here. And everybody give them time off, our hosts, our people, our writers, everybody. And the week between Christmas and New Year's, we'll be running Best Of. And then we'll come back January 1st with a whole new America AmericaOutloud.news and whole new site. Whole new site coming off the ground. Our team's working on it. And uh, it's going to be excited. I'm excited about it. But it's going to be different and going to do some cool stuff. So and we're going to get ready for this new year is what's happening here. So anyways, that's that's the plan. And God willing, we'll deliver on all of that and then some here. Uh, we're going to continue on in just moments here with Sergeant Betsy Smith, Lieutenant Dave Smith. We'll dive into more of the terrorism and talk more about this. By the way, on the weekend, on uh, Viewpoint this Sunday, we'll have Tom Homan on talking more about and terrorism experts and talking more about all of this. Now, this is pretty hot for me. This is a topic that uh, we're going to we're going to get pretty loud about, uh, to be sure. Uh, stay right there. More voice of a nation in just a moment. The silent majority has spoken. We say, let the silent voices be heard. You can be the voice of change. Contact our producer at liberty at americaoutloud.com. Liberty at americaoutloud.com. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Clean, pure, with premium ingredients. Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's the perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with pure plant protein. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Changing the world one person at a time. Here, we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity.
Welcome back to the Voice of the Nation. It is indeed Malcolm Out Loud here, yours truly. And as I tell you all the time, my fellow Americans, it's a privilege to be with you. Thank you for joining us on the broadcast. And to all of our friends around the world, we know a lot of you listen in all these different countries. And, and we know you're looking for truth yourselves and looking for American leadership. We're also looking for American leadership. So we find it first or you find it first. You call us or we'll call you, okay? Because uh, we're also looking for it as well. It's hard to find that stuff these days, I have to tell you. But we are we are doing our best here, friends, uh, at America Out Loud to uh, secure that truth, to be sure. All right. So see something, say something uh, was what came out of that. Uh, so Ray goes here. He follows up this way. He says, I quote, this is not a time for panic, but it is a time for vi vigilance. Uh, this was his words. Uh, he was responding to the fears about all of these potential terrorist attacks that are pretty, pretty well certain. You don't have all these cats coming in from all these countries. They're not coming in for a holiday, for vacation or for the holidays, people. That's not why they're coming here. Uh, you can see the numbers and they're serious. They're very serious. Um, and Ray goes on to say, you often hear the expression, if you see something, say something. Well, that's never been more true than now, he said. Hmm. Okay. So let's talk about see something, say something. Let me go to you next here, Sergeant Betsy. Uh, and um, so let's talk about solutions, ideas, thoughts, terrorism. Let's talk about, I mean, you know, it's one thing to get on here and say, I mean, I don't want to sit and just bitch and complain for the hour and tell everybody it sucks and the sky is falling. I, I mean, okay, we've done that. Okay, got it. But like, w w you know, we talk about being diligent and looking out and how, but how do we really do that? I mean, what is the whole essence of terrorism? And, you know, I know the American people are very resourceful. And we do, we, 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 we are, we do know that these bad cats are out there. What can we do? What should we do? What are the signs to look for? Please help us. This starts, Malcolm, on a local basis. You know, it's, whether it's your church or synagogue or school or Christmas parade or whatever it is, it all starts locally. And that means paying attention to what's happening around you making sure that you know you know it's it's one thing to say oh well i'm just going to call the police if something happens but we've got to have people that are willing to understand what's happening and pay attention to what's around them because quite frankly the american public may have to act uh long before anyone calls 911 and asks a police officer uh, you know, to come to a certain situation. And that whole, we hear this all the time. If you see something, say something. The problem is, is Americans have been sort of bullied or shamed into not saying something when they see something because they don't want to be Islamophobic. They don't want to be seen as racist. They don't want to be seen as paranoid. And, and our political leadership adds to that. Remember, right after October 7th, they put Kamala Harris in charge of not uh, getting rid of anti-Semitism, but working on uh, Islamophobia. And, exactly. Uh, no, they did. They did. It was, right. We it reported was, on it. Yeah. Yes, it was laughable and insane. Yeah. So we we have got to, as Americans, we've got to say, all right, I, you know, if I see something, I, you know, the, the guys living in the apartment next door to me, mm -hmm. I'm smelling weird things. I'm seeing, seeing them carry all kinds of boxes up. I, you know, yeah. they, they just don't look right to me. I'm going to report it. I would also tell people 
don't just call your local FBI office, call your local police or sheriff's department, because we see very often that the FBI has other things going on, other things they're looking into. Uh, And although Christopher Ray talks a good game when he's speaking before our legislators, um, I I personally believe you're going to have better luck talking to your local law enforcement, your state law enforcement. And truly when you do see something, Mm -hmm. call the police, but pay attention to what is happening around you. And you've got to understand that the hatred that jihadists have for us, for Americans, for For Christians, for infidels, it's it's it, yeah. we've got to stop applying their values. That's right. Um, or I'm sorry, we got to stop applying our values to them. They don't care about life, and in fact, as you know, as Osama, well, they live to die. They live to die is what they they, do, you know? they embrace yeah. death. Yeah. yeah, and so we have yeah. to understand that as as the American people. And I would encourage anyone out there that's going about. Their holiday, you know, shopping and going to parties and going to your church or synagogue. Yeah. Um, that if you are interested in obtaining a firearm, get one, but train with it and carry it with you. Don't just put it in your underwear drawer, right. but carry it with you. Pay attention and be prepared for act. Your well, let me ask you this. Why is it okay to be anti-Semitic today, Betsy, but it's not okay uh, to be Islamophobic? Why is that? Politics, politics. That's that's the answer. You know, it's it's okay. It's been uh, okay to attack Jews for so long, and you know, we we've got to go. Let's go back to but the uh, Jewish are the good people, and the jihads want to kill us. What's wrong with that picture? Well, because remember, Black Lives Matter supports Hamas and Hezbollah. Black Lives Matter supports Islamic yeah. terror, yeah. and. For three and a half years now, all of America has had to bow down to, uh, you know, the the Marxist terrorists that are Black Lives Matter and Antifa. And I got to tell you, if you're I'm just going to say this, if you're a Jewish Democrat, you need to rethink your life choices because the 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 Democrat Party is not going to support you as a Jew. There are some. But we have got to denounce anti-Semitism in the strongest way possible in this country. And we have yet to do that. Our political leadership has yet to do that. Jewish Democrat. The words don't even sound right when you say them. They do not roll off the tongue whatsoever. And I was just thinking, I had this weird thought, Betsy, that um, when you just said you better rethink your political party, that kind of thing, you know, okay, maybe, you know, if you look at what's going on here. Um, wouldn't it be interesting to talk about a news event? What do you think? Uh, Chuck, you see Chucky Schumer foaming at the mouth lately about all of this. Boy, wouldn't that create a headline? Maybe he, you think there's any chance of him becoming part of the GOP, Betsy? <laughs> I'm going to guess no. <laughs> so he'll but go down I, with the ship. Is that I, it? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I have enjoyed seeing some of these uh, leftists, you know, know, speak out strongly uh, against the the anti-Semitism. Again, especially uh, from our political leaders, from our media, and on our college campuses. It's just it's it's just unthinkable. And and let me just say this: every mass shooting and every you know, just like the situation at UNLV the other day. You know, the first thing everybody thinks 
is terrorism. That's where we're all we're at. Sitting now. Ducks. We're sitting ducks. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we know it. And we know something is going to happen here. All right. What do you think about this, David? You studied this. Uh, okay. So part of this whole thing with uh, Christopher Ray up there was this uh, Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, uh, FISA, which, of course, became world famous for trying to punch uh, Trump in the gut more than once. Yeah. Um, so they're trying to uh, renew that. Uh, and, and that's where he said, um, he says here, uh, uh, that he he said, please uh, don't, uh, he's asking for money, he's asking for renewal of that deal, and that he needs the resources now. You study this, and what do you think of this? I mean, I, I oh, you know what, what the whole, I got to tell you here, oh, Mike Lee, I don't know if you've seen this, this was fascinating, let me share this with you. Senator Mike Lee, who, um, you know, he gets a tick under his um, elbow, uh, he gets pretty, uh, b- pretty uh, uh, voiceless, and I like that about him, actually, when he does that. Uh, and he says, uh, every darn one of them has told me the same thing. Don't worry about it, because he was told, don't worry about it. Uh, we've got this taken care of. We've got new procedures. They talked about having new procedures for Pfizer. If you'll renew this whole thing at the end of the month, everything's going to be clever. Lee says, BS, he says. It, he says, you know, he, he then says, it's never different. You haven't changed, he said. We have no, and listen to these words here. Listen to these words. They're, 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 they just echo in your brain when you hear them. This is from Senator Mike Lee. He says, we have no reason to trust you because you haven't behaved in a manner that is trustworthy. And I rest your honor. What do you say? <laughs> Beautiful. You know, this is the thing. Uh, you, Mike Lee is, you know, he's often that that voice of the conscience of the, of the Constitution, reminding people of the yeah. constitutional yeah. Uh, powers and restrictions. And back in after 9-11, what we did was we sacrificed some of our freedom for security, uh, just like Franklin warned us about, we got neither. We're not any more secure today, but we're a lot less free. We have a government that's more focused on whether you and I go to a Catholic mass in Latin uh, than if somebody's planning on destroying us. And this is a real problem because they keep missing how many events has the FBI said, oh, our bad. Whoa, we looked at him, but we didn't realize. They have become, but meanwhile, they monitor you and me. They still declare uh, us the greatest terrorist threat, you know, white conservatives. Well, the way they play these games, let's just take, let's just take the January 6th gang, right? They opened a case, a singular case on every person individually, where you would have a riot. You and I, as an FBI agent, may have one case number, that says, okay, we had a riot in Minneapolis and we have 55 suspects under this case. Yeah. Well, what they did in January 6th, a lot of people don't realize this. They said, okay, well, let's see, Malcolm was there, uh, his phone pings, and he was there near the building. So let's get a hold of Florida and have them open a case on him. And let's get a hold of Arizona and have them open a case on Dave and Betsy who were there. And even though we don't have any proof they were terrorists, we're going to make that. So now you got three separate cases. This is where he gets his numbers. This is the kind of games the feds are playing. And then they tell us 
listen to us no guys this is their they, they we get neither security nor sec, nor, nor safety or freedoms and how do we trust them how do we trust them dave we can't how do we trust them no and they lie malcolm how many times do you say yeah. to yourself that's yeah. a lie that's a lie when you hear them talking and yet they keep li- they know we know they're lying and they yeah. keep lying to us yeah. folks yeah. And so is, is the answer not to renew this thing then? Or because yeah. uh, you know, the whole catch of this thing is, as you know, and I mean, I assume all the listeners know that this is really about um, uh, f- foreign people in foreign countries uh, to be able to be able to get that information to, to safe America's harm. It's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. A lot of Americans get caught up, as you just described uh, a second ago here, Dave, they get caught up into the web and then all bets are off. Now, we've seen that happen throughout all the Trump years and everything. And you just had some great examples on January 6th. It's perfect. So they're, what happened is they're using these things to go against Americans. And what's worse than that, Dave, they're using it to go against conservative Americans. They're using it to go against patriotic Americans, yeah. people mm-hmm. who love the Constitution, people who follow Second Amendment people, people who would mimic and mirror the framers. Those are the people who are the enemy of the new Marxist state of America, Dave. Exactly. And you notice they purging now. This this fear quote is purging that they're doing to get the conservatives out of the military, to get conservatives out of law enforcement. Yeah, yeah. And this is the thing, folks. It's time to be afraid. It's time to act. You know, I'd have been a lot more confident if they'd have perped walk 10 or 12 FBI agents after that Russian collusion investigation and we discovered Amen. it was all false. If they'd have perp walked some of these former experts, quote unquote, authorities and intelligence who lied to the American people, but nothing's happened. There's been no ramification for lying to the American people, no ramification for persecuting the American people. There's no ramification for any of it. You folks, that should make you very afraid that they no longer fear any retribution. And, and you notice with you folks, they, they don't hesitate to send a SWAT team at 6 a.m. because you prayed outside of an abortion clinic. What is that about? Yeah, yeah, that is perfectly spoken there. Uh, and they, they've been doing that right along. They they target the enemy, who they perceive as their enemies, which are law, law-abiding uh, citizens is what it is. That's the problem with this whole thing. So is there an answer or, or resolution, Dave, to this FISA thing that you suggest, or is it just there's no idea of what to do as far as Ray asking for the renewal and the extension of this thing? Well, my my personal reflex is let's let, let, you know let's do it in a peaceful manner. But call your congressman, even if you've got a Democrat in Congress, call them and tell them what you think in a polite way. Let's start polite, folks, before we deteriorate down to name calling. But eventually, you know, this is what I'm saying: we've got to use all those pressure release valves in our society. And if they stop working, the Democrats of the government are going to have to live with the ramification of building the pressure and the steam has nowhere to go. And that's what I'm very concerned about. You know, the the left never hesitates to riot. The left never hesitates to protest. And we're the we're the gentlemen and the the gentle ladies. Well, it's paid off. Not at all. We're the gentlemen or gentle ladies that are, uh, you know, Dave, I mean, when you think about it, I mean, we're jackasses for doing this. We're, I mean, we're jackasses. I mean, come on. They, come on. They, they make us look foolish. Well, they yeah, do. there's they no need for foolish. us to be any more gentle about any of it. I mean, we need no. to, it's like this whole thing with elections. I'm so tired of hearing this BS about, you know, ballot harvesting. And then these Republicans, it's like they, it's like they shoot this doofus, the congressional doofus in the head uh, to get them out of there. They're, they only have a few handful of votes. 
The Democrats never stand on principle. They have no principle. They play no. with no principle at all. They keep the most corrupt people in the neighborhood in the in the fight. Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah. really, though. And yet we get one guy who is a total douchebag. I mean, no doubt about it. Uh, right. But yet they shoot him in the head because they're going to do the right thing. You know, what is the right thing anymore is the question, Dave. I mean, what is the right thing anymore? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. No. And and, and again, your frustration, you're voicing what almost everyone listening has been feeling for the last several years. And there comes a point, I mean, the, when does the tension snap? I don't know. I, yeah, I, yeah. If, well, it what worries me. In the next year, what, what kind of, a, I mean, I, I just laid out, you heard me say through the pause there, both of you, give you, let's get a last word in here from both, but let's go to you first, Betsy, and, and give me each a minute and tell me, uh, I mean, the next year, uh, we're really talking, I think it's going to be, we're, you know, I, we use the word historical, but this next year is, I mean, I'm telling you, there's no way I don't see us skating through this one uh, through the next. We're at most risk right now, Sergeant Bessie, with the idea that the Biden Obama cabal is in power. The Marxist left are in control of this. They're not changing their policies and procedures. The spineless right are backing down completely every moment they can. And, uh, the, you know, there's a whole nother year of this left. What, what kind of danger are we facing? What are we doing? What people need to do is look around at their own lives and ask themselves, do, does my police department have enough cops? Do I feel safe taking my kids to school, going shopping, driving my car? People have got to decide if this is the America that you want to live in. And if your answer is no, then you, you can't just sit on the couch and yell at the TV. You have got to get involved. And you have, and getting involved means more than just voting. You, and you've got to understand, you know, we're all eating up with who's going to be president next year. Pay attention to your local school board, your county board of supervisors, your city yeah. council, who is going to be your mayor. Pay attention to your so local right. candidates. So right. That is what is going to drive. Those are, those are the areas the Republicans took their eyes off, the local races. And they Absolutely. paid the price for that, by the way. And when I asked that question several years ago, they would always say to me, to a nauseating point, Betsy, well, we were out busy making money. So while we were, while the Republicans were out making money, if that's what you want to say, we left our kids to the freaking school system and the Marxists left. And then two generations are indoctrinated. And then we wake up and say, what the hell happened? What the hell do you think happened? I mean, no, you're absolutely right. And and we've got prosecutors yeah, that won't yeah. prosecute. We yeah, have judges exactly, that exactly. are all about the no cash bail. Yeah, yeah. And we've got, you know, George Soros yeah. is making so yeah. many of our justice decisions sick. for us. Sick. And uh, and it, and yeah. I mean, I'm just telling people who are listening, yeah. if you're tired of it, yeah. you can't just sit back and bitch about it. You've yeah. got to get involved locally. Yeah, it, it, the whole thing's disturbing. I mean, and then they say, you know, it's like people, you know, like uh, the kids and, you know, we're the kids. And, well, I, I left the kids with the Boy Scouts of America or I left the kids with the Catholic Church, which, of course, both are full of pedophilia and pedophiles and just disgusting. <laughs> and I mean, really, though, this kind of stuff irritates the shit out of me. And people are out saying, well, I'm out making a living, though. Well, but in the meantime, what have you done to your kids? I mean, my golly, isn't that your priority or isn't it? I don't know. Dave, last word. <laughs> well, you guys, I, I tell you, there's not much more to say. And Malcolm, you uh, said so much, and I appreciate your courage to say these things. But I want everybody to listen. 
When we talk about act locally, it means go out and give financial and material support to your candidates that you believe in. That means putting signs in a, a yard sign put in a person's yard carries far more power than it does up along the side of the highway, because then you are making a personal statement that affects your neighborhood. Give and donate to the candidates you care. You know, everybody tells me, well, I, I'm done with the party. Look, I'm not talking about the party. I'm talking pick the candidates that you believe support you and support your beliefs. And, and I'll tell you something else. You make sure that you go to a church that supports freedom mm-hmm. and dignity and the, and the, and and biblical truths because too many of these churches now are part of the problem make sure your school board is held accountable go to the school board meeting find out if they've got pornography being given to fifth graders this is the stuff folks it's you pay attention grassroots means you it's not just some it's a movement that comes from your living room Mm. not from some town hall so stand up keep listening to malcolm by the way he tells you truths and this is uh, Lieutenant uh, Dave Smith right there and Sergeant Betsy Smith and uh, my, my fellow Americans, I must tell you, uh, two of my favorite, uh, favorite uh, people. And uh, for sure, uh, not I mean, they are. And you hear why right there. They speak with clarity. They speak with passion. They speak with integrity and dignity. Um, good people. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Um, we've uncovered, I knew coming into today's broadcast, I just had a sense or gut feeling we, we've covered a lot here. This is important to get this information out there. Please do this. Uh, back to what uh, Dave was just saying, you, you've got to do more than just gripe and rant and hoot and holler. And you do. we all have to do more. There's no doubt about it here. Uh, we gave you some food for thought for sure. Going to be all over this topic uh, ahead here. Again, on the weekend on Viewpoint this Sunday, be sure to come over to the program Sunday morning at 10 and then of course six later in the day, but bring, bring some people with you. Will you please Uh, just bring people, bring some independents and some moderates and some left of center. Um, Probably the Marxists won't like it, but, but bring the others with you. Tell them you found a good place where the outlaw truth is alive and well. And I I keep imploring you to do that. Bring a circle of friends with you when you come next, please. That's, that's all I need you to do. That's how we multiply this thing and we continue to make it forward. Listen, that's all the time we have here. Thank you for joining me on the mission. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.